All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Creative Maestro. We are actually in the Maestro Network and all the way from Nottingham, England, Leon. What up, my bro? How are you? I'm good, man. How are you, man? I love the I'm way you said Nottingham. Oh, I'm, I'm so excited to be here because Leon is an amazing vlogger and creates incredible content. And he actually helped me get out of my comfort zone because before Leon, I didn't really have any guest interviews. So you were one of my first and it helped me get out of my comfort zone. So I appreciate, you know, just people being able to, when you, I feel like when you're doing the right things, everything will fall into place. And I feel like we talked about that last time. It's just, you know, when you're going on your passion, it just, everything falls into place. Yeah. Real talk, man, that law of attraction. It's quite interesting you say that I was in a, a group entrepreneurs kind of call last night and we were talking about law of attraction how weird's that so yeah it's a it's a very real thing and leon has an infinity for marketing and advertising so we're in for a treat we're actually going to learn a lot especially how to build brands so leon my question for you is that when did you know you were interested in helping people companies and brands develop their presence online um, it's a very, very good question. Um, I've kind of had it reconfirmed to me throughout my working and my life, really. So I would say, boy, earliest memories. I'd probably say school times, you know. I've always got a buzz out of, like, being the person that everybody talks to. Um, not to categorize people too much, but you know what school's like. You've got the cool kids. You've got the sporty ones. You've got the nerds. Yeah. And I kind of mingled in with everybody and didn't judge anybody. So I think it kind of, it kind of came from there, really. I kind of started to think, do you know what I mean? If I can get on with everybody, do you know what I mean? And lift their mood, then when it comes to the entrepreneurship, it kind of, I kind of replicated that. When I started helping people, it felt good. So I wanted to keep doing it. So I think uh, I just discovered it through, um, through a bit of action, really. Absolutely. complete sense. It's just being incredibly authentic, like you said, and having an open mind. Because unfortunately, that isn't a normal thing, but you, you're able to discover and you're aware of your your uniqueness, which is amazing. And you're like, wait a minute, I'm actually interested in this. It's just authentic curiosity at the end of the day. Thank you, Sabra. So my question for you is, when, what made you start getting into vlogging? So for people who don't know, there will be a link in the description to Leon's vlogs and just having amazing conversations. How did that even come about? Um, I do it in my everyday work life. So if you were to look at my my client list, they're just diverse from like all different races to ages to demographics. I think it's something that I've always kind of done off camera. And I just kind of, I craved putting it on camera, just meeting new people, finding out about them, because I am genuinely interested in what drives other people. I'm, I'm massively interested, yeah. And it's, it sounds weird, because I'm sure people would maybe watch this or speak to me and be like, but what are you getting out of it? And like, I'm getting enough out of it, away from the, the financials and the, the growth of my platform. And I just generally like to find out about people. I think every day, people are just as exciting as celebrities and idols and sports people. So there you go, bro. Absolutely. That's what I appreciate the most about content creators like yourself. 
So for those who don't know, Leon's probably one of the best new content creators that I've seen recently. And I, you know, I connect with a lot of new content creators, but it's exactly for what he said. It's for being just very curious about what they do and understanding that, like you said, celebrities at the end of the day are just regular people. It's just that they have a higher platform in society. However, regular people, they probably just as interesting, if not more inspiring than celebrities, and they probably don't have a, a big head to go with it as well. Exactly, man. It's exactly that. And I think your own, like, I, I think for me, I always gained um, stuff from talking to people. So whether it was, because I, I used to do business to business sales. So I used to cold call and walk straight into a business, no appointment, and just sell them a product. So for wow. example, a, a busy hairdressers or a cafe or a car garage or whatever it is, retail, yeah? And I think when I spoke to people that ran their own business or positive people, I felt so good after talking to them. It like kind of like, the way I look at it is like, I'm a Duracell bunny and they were topping up my battery. Yeah. That's the, the best way I can describe it, yeah. And like, whenever I'd speak to them, I think, do you know what, I'd kind of be addicted to it. I'd be like, I need to go find another good conversation this week, another positive person, an entrepreneur, something that's gonna like expand my mental. So I think that's where where I get it. Yeah. Absolutely. And for those who are listening, I mean, guys, you can hear how fulfilled Leon is being just by having these conversations. And again, just because they might not be a, a big name doesn't mean there's not gonna be incredible amounts of value exchange on both parties because Leon at the end of the day I gained a lot just from having the conversation with you and you were interviewing me so it, to me I love how it comes full circle that we get to you know just pay it forward and I get to interview you it's so much fun yeah man I appreciate that a lot man and it's like it's even when we had um our conversation even like finding out I won't tell too much on here but even finding out a little bit about your life what drives you what your future goals were man that just lit the fire in my belly. Do you know what I mean? It's like there's other people out here who are, who are pushing, who are passionate, who are trying to achieve something like me. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's why we, we've, we've kind of kept in contact and hit it off from there. So, yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah. And at, with your expertise as a marketer, from how you've seen, because we've been, again, I, I feel like we've seen the progression of marketing from like print-based to online and internet digitally taking over. So from your perspective, how has the internet changed the game of marketing in your opinion? Well, it's massive, isn't it? It's like the one space where everybody's hanging out and you can access them for free. I mean, it's pretty unheard of, isn't it? You yeah. know what I, mean? Um, I mean, people used to do TV and radio campaigns back in the day. They were probably the big ones. It wasn't free. Do you know what I mean? It's just thousands and thousands. So I think it is a game changer. I think it gives people an opportunity to, to really showcase everything about them. I think it gives them an opportunity to showcase the highs, the lows, the progression. Do you know what I'm trying to say? The failures, the wins. And I, and I think definitely what I see on my feed anyway. Do you know what I mean? I, I think it's, it's definitely positive. Absolutely. And especially on the technical aspect, just the ability to broadcast alone so a little thing like going live on ig i mean but was it 20 30 40 years ago that that would cost like mad peas <laughs> a, a whole a whole lot of money like and now it's just very easily attainable which is so cool 
So I, I love the fact that it gives everyone the ability to essentially create their own brand. So I think the internet kind of gave rise to the personal brand. So now we see people like, you know, people like Gary V and people like yourself, people like Torin, right? So shout out to Torin as well. And the only reason I met Torin is through you. So we also had to shout you out in that as well. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Definitely. I feel like um, people, there's two things that I really love to see. And I've seen a lot at the moment. I'm seeing people put pieces of content out that are really good and then get recognized with the audience back. So shout out to a girl on my feed, Mary Manderfield. She put a video up about around the Black Lives Matter time about kind of um, getting rid of this black-white divide and kind of saying like, kind of, um, how can I word this? Like how to, what you might be thinking as a white person, what you might be thinking as a black person. She woke up and had 25,000 views. And then, do you know what I mean? I think she's gone from something like two, 3,000 followers to seven, 8,000, do you know what I mean? So just her being herself, she's allowed to build an audience that like her content. And then the other thing as well is I feel like this social media and online thing allow is allowing people to get out of work and job situations that they hate and start to earn money off what they love to do, what they love to talk about, the products they like to make, the services they like to run. So I, I see positives, bro. Absolutely. And it's, it's so important. And just for those who are in the beginning stages of content creation, it's it's a long haul, right? So and again, we as we know on social media, it has a possibility of happening overnight. But at the same time, once you're consistent and people can rely upon you to deliver that same content over and over, day in and day out, that's how it's gonna be a compounding effect. And then a year from now, you, you might have hundred thousand followers it's just it's just that simple so it's as soon as the algorithm is in your favor whether it be on ig or instagram or tiktok which is exploding right now it's just you just have to be consistent and that consistency is going to have a, a waterfall of success yes and the growth as well man you see people who start posting about something they're passionate about and then years later they turn it into a brand and then years after that it's it's a business that's changed their life financially and mentally. Do you know what I mean? And uh, the growth aspect you can gain from it is great. Obviously, there's positives and negatives for everything that we do, but I, I see a lot of positives. Absolutely. So in your opinion, why do you think some companies get their marketing wrong? Um, I genuinely think, and I've kind of picked this up a lot off Gary, to be fair, um, is they don't focus on the end consumer. They don't know enough about their end consumer. Like I, my business runs solely based on the end consumer, solely based on their problems, what solutions they need, the way they wanna be communicated to, everything, do you know what I'm trying to say? So I, th I feel like when you put money, financials and your own needs before your customer's needs, you're, you're always fighting a, a losing battle there. Absolutely. And for whatever reason, when people start businesses, it's only with, like you said, the end game being the money involved and not actually helping people. So that's also translated in their marketing, right? So they're like, oh, our product's the best, come buy from us. But the consumer's like, what about me? <laughs> right? And that's what consumers are going to say, right? So you really have to be devoted to helping people like yourself and just being being completely fulfilled 
with that aspect of the business and then everything else will take care of itself. Yeah, man, it's that it's that whole notion of giving with no expectation in return. And when you start doing that through your content, literally giving it with, with no expectation, okay, that's when you start making killer content. That's when you start focusing on what you want and you understand exactly who you're trying to target and what problems that you're trying to solve. Absolutely. That's brilliant. And it does remind me of who you brought up, Gary V. And just the simple aspect of providing value, right? Value without expecting anything in return is such a selfless energy. And unfortunately, I would say in our instant society where everyone's expecting things like right now, it can lead people to be a bit narcissistic without being actually aware of it. And then I feel like that leads to those type of issues. But since you brought it up, and I love the name, by the way, could you tell us about Clever Kid Solutions, please? All right. Yeah, I, I get asked this quite a lot, actually. So, yeah, my online marketing is a uh, company is called Clever Kid Solutions. Um, it's a bit random. I wanted to start. Oh, let me think about it. It was about 2013. I wanted to start a clothing brand. Well, ah. I want to be correct. I, I want to start like a distribution sort of channel where people could come on by my clothing, but also by other brands. Oh. And yeah, so it would kind of be like a, do you have, do you have go compare in the US? Where you can go on, check your car insurance, it will tell you different brands and the prices and your energy bills and all that, I don't know if you have it. Uh, Geico does that. I think that was their unique selling advantage. They would give the competitors prices. So we, yeah, we're definitely familiar with the concept. It's brilliant. All right, cool. So it was kind of like that, not, not like a broker, but like you go on, you can buy the Clever Kid clothing or you can buy Nike or another brand. And I was thinking about buying, do you know what I mean? Like set amount off different brands and hunting around. But anyway, cut a long story short, I had a friend who, who was a basketballer at the time. We used to hang around quite a bit and he was a graphic designer. He had a contract with Sony. And I just kind of said to him, I don't even really know what to call this brand. I like the idea of something clever being in it. And he just kind of came up with the concept. So. When I seen it, I thought it's different. It, it's always going to kind of grab people's attention. They're going to be like, what's, what is this all about? Do you know what I mean? So that's kind of what I'm rolling with. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. Could you tell everyone the type of services that Clever Kid Solutions provides? Yeah, sure. So we target small businesses. And what we do is we try to provide services like content creation, uh, improving their social media for simple growth strategies building the websites. We basically look after your small guy on the high street, the guy that gets forgotten about, the kind of guy that when you speak to them about their market and they say, yeah, I've been outpriced because all the bigger companies, I just can't afford to do the campaigns. So we kind of, we, we offer a couple of services where we manage people's accounts and help them grow their brand. Or if they're hungry and they like to run their own social media accounts, we just coach them. So we're alongside them doing research, coming up with extra pieces of content. So it's just working with small business owners. So it's nice because my mum and other family members are small business owners. So I can relate to all of the people. They're almost like an extended family. So, yeah. Absolutely. And it just goes back to your, your whole concept for vlogging, right? Just having those conversations with people that don't get the clout because they're not celebrities. Same thing with the smaller brands. I mean, if you think about it, the smaller brands are one of the main reasons why our economies do so well. So you're literally helping stimulate the economy, which is awesome. Cheers, man. Absolutely. And then 
coaching wise, what have been some of the biggest takeaways that some of your clients have gotten from your coaching? Because I feel like usually it's people who may not know a lot about social media, but I feel like after working with you, they get their whole, you know, horizon is expanded. Yeah, I think it's them understanding that the social media and online marketing, it's not really that complicated. Um, it's like simple, simple ideas like um, to using like, for example, one of the things that I do a lot of the time, especially if I meet a business owner in their live business environment, is I'll do a walkthrough with them in the business and show them different areas that they can capture for content. So for example, hair, hair is a really, really good example. So if you've got a hair salon, most of them will just be online and they'll just be posting the finished hair that they do. They'll be posting either before and after, particular hairstyle. I'm not, I'm not going to be claiming to be uh, an expert at hairdressing, but yeah. Um, but they might miss out on things like, why don't you take a photo of your branding? So like you paid for a shop front, you've paid for an absolutely beautiful premises here. Why are you not? Why do people not capture? Why are you not showing them what it's going to be like when they walk into your salon? Does that make sense? Why are, not ambience, yes. why are you not showing behind the scenes, staff members? What about the process? What about um, client stories? So why, why don't we sit down with a client and ask them, why do they come to the salon? Do you know what I'm saying? So adding those different layers of content just naturally grows their brand because the audience is craving new content. And that's the big thing. People consume content so quickly nowadays. They're craving new and exciting things. And these business owners are like, I'm a little bit stuck and I, I appreciate when you're in your business, running your business, you can't look at it from the outside. So they find it useful when you've got a guy that comes in, a fresh set of eyes, just kind of new creative ideas. And yeah, and it, and it also allows them to do things different to the competitors. I mean, it's boring when you see everybody posting the same stuff. So. Absolutely. And guys, I hope you understand what he's saying. It's just those, those simple little things that help create a community right so when they when your when your fans when your followers when your customers feel like they're a part of your brand because yes. they see behind the scenes and it's like you said before just a simple aspect that i know leon's going to have a weekly vlog i'm already anticipating the next vlog like i'm okay. like who's he going to have next and i have people hit me up my people my own friends who can ring me anytime they want josh when you have when is your next content out and it, again it feels really cool but it, it, it literally illustrates exactly what you're saying is just that 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 need that desire for more of that content that you're giving them because most syndicated content is more let's say cookie cutter it's inside the box only what's uh let's say socially uh, allowed as opposed to something unique and different which would be the unique selling advantage so i think that's amazing advice so thank you for sharing that yeah man definitely i think just one other point as well i feel like my focus when I talk to people is all about building an online audience. It's like, it's not about, I'm not going to come in and talk to you about necessarily, and please don't mistake what I'm saying here, necessarily talk about sales all the time. Mm. Because I'm, I'm obsessed with the process. I don't want to sit with a business owner and us talk about, oh, the result. Want to get sales, want to get sales, want to get sales. Talking about want to get sales isn't going to get sales. But protecting the online audience, adding value, is really going to help your business because for example we've just come into um we've had coronavirus so 
the businesses with a strong online audience, they're not worried. They can adapt and change. Let's just say their industry closes or they can't deal with the customer face-to-face -face or whatever it is, yeah. It's so important to have that strong online audience if you're online, do you know what I mean, and cater for what they want because really they're the ones that are going to pay back and pay your bills. So. Absolutely. You're talking about simply helping people. Because I think about how many brands really increase their brand loyalty just by experiencing the pandemic with their customers. Like, hey, guys, we've been impacted by this, too, but we're still going to try to provide value to to you however we can. And that really speaks and speaks volumes and resonates with people in general, I, I would say, on a human being level. Yeah, man, for real. And then from your perspective, why do you think people have unrealistic expectations about marketing initially? Like expecting things to work overnight and what and whatnot instead of allowing a campaign strategy to do what it's designed to do? Because a campaign strategy could could last a quarter. It could last half a year. So it's, it's not going to be like, oh, it's going to work by the end of the week type of thing? Um, I smiled when you were asking that question because it's kind of like, um, it reminds me of when I used to do sales, okay? Ah. And it's like, when I walk into a business, right, let's just say me and my work colleague, because we used to work selling um, Google virtual tours. So it's quite a cool product. So we'd walk into a business and say, look, you see how you've got the Google Maps outside your business. Do you want to bring that inside? Do you want to showcase what you've got? Do you want to give people the opportunity to see your business before they get here? It's a powerful tool. This can go on your website, your social media, blah, blah, blah. But um, the answer to your question, like, I feel like um, when you walk into the, the business, I used to find it quite funny. And I used to I used to think it's a bit a little bit of a game because I know what the business owner's thinking. And, like, I know they're thinking, oh, God, there's another sales guy. Oh, God, I, the last one was terrible. Oh, God. He's going to try and force me to have it. If I say no, he's going to keep talking. Do you know what I mean? And like, I kind of look at that like, like online, like I look at myself as different. I feel like most online companies offer marketing, um, the way they approach a customer in the, in the same way. They're looking for SEO spots or they're quoting unrealistic prices. And really going back to our point before, they're not really understanding what the small business owner, what kind of budget they're working with what services they're after. They, they don't really understand who they're marketing to. Do you know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. for me, I started like understanding what these small business owners like, how they want to be spoken to. It's a little bit more casual. It's not corporate. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, getting to know them on a personal level. Do, do, do you hear where I'm coming from? And I, I feel Absolutely. like, yeah, I feel like that kind of gave me um, a, a kind of different approach, if that makes sense thousand percent and it's it's quite a simple concept but for whatever reason a lot of companies just don't execute mm. simply probably because they don't have someone like you to just inform them of the the low-hanging fruit right the the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow that for whatever reason they don't want to they don't want to get for whatever reason yeah exactly and it's like if if only they had a, a, some of them a little bit more of an understanding they would they would do you know what I'm saying? They'd be able to differentiate between somebody who's trying to help them and someone that's not. So I think I think it just comes down to the lack of understanding. Because if you don't get online marketing, if you've tried it and you've paid somebody a few thousand pounds and it's not worked, your view on it 
is not going to be great if that person's service wasn't good. Do you know what I'm saying? So I just try to um, give them something fresh. I try not to, I try not to give them something they can judge. Do you know what I mean? They're like, I've had a bad experience in the past, but this guy understands me, gets me. He's not just going straight for the money. He's trying to find out my needs first, if that makes sense. So. Absolutely. And I think your next question and your answer is probably going to solidify the concept for people who, who may not be getting it. I think this is going to help them get it completely. Have you seen growth in the people, brands, and companies you have coached in social media marketing? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I've not just seen a growth in their followers, sales, etc., revenue in that. I've also seen a growth in that the confidence of them understanding their industry. I'll give you one example. I work with a guy who's a dog behavioral expert. So for example, if you're, if you've got a dog and every time the postman knocks on the door, it goes bananas and you're like, I really, do you know what I mean? I really, I'm sick of that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I want to get somebody around. So he's like a dog whisperer kind of guy, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? And he was just really, really not confident about putting videos online. He says, I know people want to see me solving everyday dog problems. People want to see me show up to a house, the dog's going mad, and then 10 minutes later I leave and the dog's calm, not barking. They want me to, to see that process. But he just had no confidence to go online. So because we spoke about the consumer, and it, kind of, it always goes back to that same point, the consumer, because we spoke about his audience and what he's trying to build and what content they would like, he, over time, he built the confidence and now he does regular videos. And the response has been unbelievable. Do you know what I mean? Like he's getting, you see people comment on his posts asking for an appointment it's got customers just inquiring like crazy on comments and stuff do you know what i mean just like i love what you do i can see the results let me book do you know what i'm saying so i feel like it's very rewarding to help people break their comfort zones josh absolutely yeah. being an actual interviewee so that that was also amazing but absolutely i mean you got to meet customers where they are and you're going to have to relate to them in a way that is palatable for them. So like you said, if, you, if they have an issue and that's a that issue, you have a, a solution that could easily solve that. I mean, it's it's going to work gangbusters every single time. Yeah. And I hope people know I'm not an expert. I've self-taught myself everything. And like my focus is always on solving the problem for the consumer. And that's why I think I've made a career to date from what I do. Does that make sense? I'm not, I'm not really focused on trying to build, uh, even though I want it, I, I will get it in that, but I'm trying not to build like a, a multi-billion company. It's not, my, my focus is not on that. Does that make sense? My focus That's is on solving the everyday needs because there's always going to be one person who's got like, um, let's say, let's say Ben, the dog guy, for example, there's, I'm going to find an, I'll find another dog behavioral guy someday. And I'll be like, okay, I've been here before. Do you know what I'm saying? Let me help you like a help back. So, yeah. Absolutely. And could you give people a little bit about your background and how you were able to escape the, the nine to five yeah, sure. rat race, let's say, because that, again, that's incredibly inspiring because you already know I'm on that path. So I gave myself a hard deadline. So December 31st is going to be my day of uh, corporate slavery emancipation. Oh, really? for lack okay. of better words. Okay, cool. I bet you're excited. <laughs> yeah, man, I just flashed that in before I answered the question, so free. Well, Love uh, that. Yeah, exactly. I got the, I got the, the shirt on. <laughs> so my career, um, yeah, yo, it's, it's a bit of a mad story. So when I was 21, 
Um, I think in, in, in America, you guys leave college at 21, right? Uh, 18 to 2022. Okay, so we're pretty much done at 18. We uh-huh. finished college and we're on to university at 18, so it's a little bit, yeah. So between the age of 18, well, sorry, I left college at 17. I didn't finish. Um, and I, what did I do? I just messed about for till I was about 21. Um, just trying to figure things out as a young guy in life. Um, and one day my friend said to me, I've just, he goes, I've got, just got a sales job. He goes, it's fun. It's a good vibe. The product they're selling is good. I think you'd be good at it. You're a people person. So I was kind of like, mm, do you know what I mean? Then he told me there's no wage. It's commission only. So I'm like, you what? He's like, there's no wage. It's commission only. So I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do that. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not into that. I need to get paid. Do you know what I mean? And he goes, no, 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 no. I think you really like it. I'm making some good money doing it. He goes, just come in for a trial. Come in for a day or two. If you like it, like if you don't, you don't. So I went in. Absolutely loved it. And the funny thing is, like, I just, I like learning. I always wanted to know how to sell. And I like working with people. Um, so it just kind of fit everything. And it's interesting because he gave it up, like, two, three months in. And tried to um, tried to kind of neg me out. When I say neg me out, he tried to kind of like get me to be like, "Oh, it's rubbish." Just you know what I mean? Just forget about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, after I was kind of like, "What do you say?" After he brought you in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I I kind of just like went, "No, nah, I can see a bigger vision here," because they they kind of liked me, and I was, and they were kind of talking about starting to train people, coach them into sales, build a team translate that team into an office, run an office in a company and sell products. So it was kind of like the, um, we call it pyramid scheme, when it was kind of like um, you sell a product on behalf of a company. Does that kind of make sense? And the product right, changes. Like, like an independent yeah. business owner type of thing. Yeah. yeah, kind of, yeah. So, But the products were cool. We were, selling, we were doing free soda panel grants. We were doing um, vegetable boxes and recipe oh. boxes to people's doors, delivery, charity work. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So I stuck that out, 0% commission for four years. I built myself a team. I moved from Nottingham to Manchester. So that's like the middle of the UK to the north, biggest city. It's kind of like the biggest city outside of London in a way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I just kept learning brand new skills, like how to coach people, how to interview, how to run presentations, how to recruit and train somebody from day one to day 30 how to then take that person from day 30 and show them how to coach and build their own people and i just i just kind of fell in love with it and i used the skills from that to i kind of got everything i needed i got the sales skills i got the people skills i got the um listening skills and i just kind of went like years later i just kind of said i want to start my own business so that's me yeah that's amazing and incredible and inspiring. Like that, that's what I'm talking about. Just being able to invest in yourself, see it through, because you gotta push through those those hard points. Cause they're, you know, let's equate it to posting on social media, which intimidates a lot of people. Think about the people who will post something and because it doesn't get any likes in like five minutes, they'll delete the post. You kind of yeah. have to you really have to stick through it, have confidence in yourself and see the value in what you're and what you're essentially uploading and providing to the marketplace because it's a lot more valuable than you perceive it's just that we're used to seeing 
let's say million dollar campaigns from everything on TV or, uh, you know, on radio, social media, everything like that. So in our head, we think like, oh, only a successful campaign is when millions of people see it. But that's not necessarily the case because it also comes down to the whole online concept of uh, like, let's say a thousand true fans. So you just really need to find your your lane, your demographic, and more specifically, really do what Leon is saying here, folks, and just really believe in yourself and seeing seeing your own internal growth, which is only going to make you and your services more valuable in the long run. Yeah, and it's that keyword, Josh, is growth. It's I got mm-hmm. addicted to the growth. I didn't get I didn't get addicted to the money. I didn't get addicted to whatever else, the incentives. I got addicted to the growth. And when I I always think about this, you know, I look back to when I, before I started and what Leon was like when he was 21, now I'm 28 and like, oh, it's night and day. Do you know what I mean? It's literally night and day. Like, I, I don't think there's anybody out there that could piss on my positive flame. I, I don't think anybody could, uh, honestly. I just feel like the way I view the world now, the way, that's why that's why my profile is called Leon's Reality on, on Instagram, because the way I view the world is completely different to other people. Do you know what I'm saying? I see the glasses half full all the time. I'm an optimistic, positive person. There's always opportunity. When when people said, oh, COVID 19s coming in and everyone's going to be at home and there's, and like people say, oh, I might lose my job and oh my God, I don't know what's going to happen. I was excited. I was like, wow, this is opportunity time. And the people I speak to are like, this is opportunity. This is great. We can innovate. We can change something there. Do you know what I mean? So um, I just see benefits from, from taking on the experience, bro. So to anyone that's, that's unsure what they want to do. Just keep trying things and just keep looking for the growth. Absolutely. It's going to be incredible in the future. So it's instead of being micro, it's more macro. You want to think long term. And again, at that age and we again, we've all been there. No one's saying like, oh, you have to think like this. Then we've all been 2021, you know, being, let's say, in that party lifestyle. When I was 2021, I was in Miami. So my my mindset was completely different than it is now. (laughs) Yeah, I bet that was lit. Oh, yeah, it was incredible, but also very, very cool place. But you also get to learn a lot about people just by observing, right? Just observing how people interact, what's deemed valuable in certain, let's say, certain uh, areas versus because, I, I, again, I'm from New Jersey, so things are a little bit more conservative about how you uh, present or display wealth as opposed to places like Miami or Cali, you know, things like that. So this is very interesting. Yeah, 100%, man. I just feel like that. It's that growth element. I feel like me as a person now, what I don't know what I'd be like if I didn't have that experience. I don't even know if I'd... I might even judge people now. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I have so many like doing door-to-door sales literally i think it was jamie fox that said like two years door-to-door is like doing a master's degree like it, it it's unbelievable like i've the, some of the situations i've ended up in is like sitting around the table having dinner with like a polish family or a jewish family or indian family do you know what i mean and that cultural experience different people different ages it just means i, I walk out now i don't judge anyone when i'm out there do you know what i'm saying i treat everyone like an individual so as well as learning sales skills and entrepreneurship, it's better me as a person. Absolutely. People you'll get to meet and learn and connect with that. I mean, I'm sure that networking growth that you saw in yourself, that that was amazing. But just people growth, like you said, you already you were already a people person. But this was like this is people, people skills 
being developed in a professional situation. So now you're going to be even more well-rounded and sophisticated, which is amazing. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's why, like, I think <laughs> out of all my friends and like my people around me, I'm always the guy, like the problem solver in it. Like just call Leon, he'll figure it out or he'll know someone that's, that will help you. Or do you know what I mean? But yeah, man. Absolutely. I'm not going to lie. It's a, uh... I'm sure it makes you very proud. I know it makes me proud that anyone could hit me up like, yo, Josh, I need an idea for X, Y, and Z. I was like, oh, yeah. really? Because things like that always intrigue me. I'm sure they intrigue you as well. It's just it's just that that ability and that desire to help others. Simple yeah, as yeah. that. Yeah, 100%, man. And then could you tell us about the People's Plug? I'm very interested to learn about this. <laughs> so... I did the thing is with the people's plug right so the people's plug is a brand that we started at the end of october last year so me and one of my really good friends we've known each other for like over 20 years and we've always wanted to do a project together we've kind of like been the kind of guys that have been like been and bought wholesale items sold them online together and different things like that but like we wanted to create a brand new brand and, and kind of like a new category so it is it's tricky for me sometimes to explain exactly what the people's plug is but in a nutshell it's a brand where uh, we post educational inspirational and inspiring content we run regular competitions to kind of lift people's mood we want a space where people can jump on this platform facebook and instagram and they can just have a bit of fun with it they, it's just a positive page you might win yourself a prize do you know what i'm saying you might get some free information and we're just trying to spin it off into a brand I wouldn't say a lifestyle brand, but I would just say a positive brand. So we're trying to, uh, we're looking into doing video series now. We're looking to do collaborations, sponsors of YouTubers and influencers. So it's, it's a concept that we're working on. So you'll find with me, I've usually got a few plates, plates spinning at the same time. So Absolutely. And it, to me, this looks very interesting. And you could tell by the content on IG that is, is visually stimulating. You can tell that, you know, people who are posting this content really have uh, a specific vision in mind. So I, I, this made me insanely curious. I, I can't wait to see what you guys do next. Yeah, yeah, because we um, we like the idea of like giving back to people, hence why we give away like free stuff. We like the idea of um, creating an audience and a network that we could maybe spin off into events all around the world. That's the kind of goal of it. But we just kind of like, we're just figuring out where we want to go with it. So at the moment, we're just literally running with it, analyzing the audience and just taking it from there. But like, we don't want to be a clothing brand, but we want to be like a brand that people go, yeah, when I go on there, it's always positive. It's always a good vibe. It makes me feel good. So we're a feel good brand. That's, let's go with that feel good brand for now. Yeah. Absolutely. And hopefully there'll be some uh, collaboration maybe in the future with a uh, clever kid calling brand. That, that'll be pretty cool too. Yes. And then, so I, I'm excited about this question because I, I know some of the answers, but I'll be curious to see other answers. So are there any other projects in the future that we should be looking forward to with Leon's reality? Yeah, there is always projects. I mean, like there's um, even from some of my clients, I can't say too much, but like um, I started working with an exciting boxing company and went into my sports and stuff. And like if it keeps going the way that it is going, that will be another project that it'll be it'll be big it'll be huge yeah it'll be like prime time well not prime time but it'll be like top end sport tv do you know what i mean sky sports bt so it'll be big oh, uh, yes that's what i'm talking about 
Yeah, hundred percent. So, but other projects, yeah, I've got a few in the pipeline. I've got a podcast that I've got. I've got a plan in. Um, I want to turn the people's brand into the people's podcast. I want a brand where people can. I wanted to create a podcast. I think we spoke about this before. I wanted to create a podcast where it wasn't just me running it. Mm. It was exciting people from around the world. So a different guest could run it each week as well as me jump on and feature. So I wanted to create a different kind of concept, somewhere where people could go, I'm a part of that. That episode did well because I was on it. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Because people found out about X. We created that vibe. Do you know what I mean? Um, um, but yeah, there's there's plenty of other projects coming, believe me. Yeah. I've just got to slow myself down because my brain goes faster than my actual, than I can work. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am on a daily basis. <laughs> And yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a fantastic idea because there's always going to be strength in numbers, right? So especially in with that format, you can get so many interviews quickly and such a diverse, wide range of guests. I, I think it'd be a lot of fun to see and hear, especially. I kind of like discovered it through the vlogging. Mm. When I started vlogging, I must have got to about 20 episodes and I was like, you know what? I can't just vlog. I can't just interview and speak to this person. It's got to go further in the future. I've got to, you know what I mean? This person's fantastic. Like this, it should be a great host or a great entertainer or, do you know what I'm saying? Or, or, or to run a podcast at one of my events. So I just, yeah, I want to connect people. And I want to create good vibes. So that's me. Absolutely. And then is there any chance that the vlogging will be on YouTube anytime soon? Yes. I'm glad you asked that. So I plan to get on. I'm about to do my 50th vlog today. So episode Yo, 50. congratulations, sir. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So it's this afternoon. Um, I did plan on getting on YouTube at 50 episodes, so I'm going to have to do a bit of an apology to everyone because I've been snowed in with some work. I've got some projects that are really important right now. I've got to get finished. But within 50 and 100 episodes, I will be on YouTube. I have spoken to a friend about doing some professional video editing as well, so we're going to up, up it on the video editing get a little bit of an intro there and just kind of take it to the next level. So it's what I really enjoy to do. So you can expect at least two or three vlogs a week coming out from me. So yeah, it's going to be exciting. And I, I like the idea of doing some group calls as well. So I'm going to throw that in there. That's amazing. See that we'll also put a link in the description. So whenever, you know, whenever the YouTube is launched, I'll just go back into the description on YouTube and just add it, you know, add it in there so people can, so people can find appreciate it. appreciate it. Much appreciated. Absolutely. And so I had to ask out of curiosity, especially again, I know you're not saying you're an expert, but I would say in the let's say in the professional setting, the fact that you have experience, results, and happy clients, to me that's that's the experience of someone who has a level of expertise that gets those results. So my question for you would be, is there a chance that there'll be a a digital social media product in the future with clever kit solutions when you say products what what do you mean like a, a how-to guide on how to you know do the essentially digitizing what, yes. uh, what you do with your clients yeah 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 so i i have planned to do um make my own little blueprint um i've been so what i do when i work i, I document a lot of what i do as well so I have like a library full of like um, how I've built, for example, like how I've built somebody from brand new Facebook page to a thousand likes. Because if you can do a thousand, then you can do two thousand, then you can do three thousand. It's just the process. Do you know what I mean? So 
I do plan on bringing out a blueprint and a series of videos. I think, do you know what it is? By the end of the year, I'll have somebody and fingers crossed that is somebody like Torin as well. Shout out to Torin. Um, who will be following me and documenting my journey because it's something that I've wanted to do for a while. My day-to-day -day activity, what I'm up to, where I'm up to the projects. I feel like it's going to hold me more accountable as well. Mm. Which is fantastic. Do you know what I mean? It's going to put a bit more pressure on me and I like when my back's against the wall. But also, it's going to allow people to take value, not from me, but from some of the clients that I work with. If I have a lot of people message me on social media and they, they see me start documenting businesses and they go, can you do a bit on a hair salon? I'll go see one of my clients that's gone from zero to 120 reviews on Google. And like when I met her, she wasn't even on Google. You type hair salon in the air and she wasn't even on the list. Now she's the top. She's got 50, 60 reviews more than the rest. So I'll go and speak to her and get that information for people. Do you know what I mean? But it, like I said, Josh, it's always going to come back to the end consumer, people trying to market, people trying to grow their brand. And I'm just going to try and give them that information uh, for free as well of how they can do it. Absolutely. As we said, just to, just to help people, right? Just, just providing value for value's sake without expecting anything in return. It's kind of like it's kind of like when you're giving someone a compliment, like I'm not expecting a compliment in return. I'm actually saying that I actually believe it. And I think you should just hear that. that and that's it. You know what, bro? That's such a good um, analogy, like for people. I hope people like, yeah, that's such a really good analogy that because imagine you stood there waiting, like you wait for a compliment, like you look good today. And they're just silence waiting for one back. Like. <laughs> exactly right like what <laughs> so like more people need to take that and like give without any expectation in return and and also like i hear this off a lot of people like um i'll put hours into something and i'm not, I'm not getting paid and stuff and like sometimes you're gonna have to work for free man like the yeah. amount of people that have done stuff work for free and that's led to multiple referrals that have paid me thousands come on right do you know what i mean so you've got to yeah it's all mentality Absolutely. And Leon, thank you so much for sharing your amazing, inspiring mentality. We we definitely appreciate it. We would love to have you back in the future. And uh, thank you for joining us. Yeah, man, it's been a pleasure. And do you know what? I'm so happy I came on, bro. But yeah, yeah what, you do, what you're doing here is fantastic. So keep it up, man. I appreciate that, as are you. And we'll, we'll keep track of your progress. And you enjoy your day. Yeah, man, I knew, man. All right, cheers.